Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Today on the podcast, we're going to tell you what PILF is, then you can decide if you want to try it over the holidays. Why is Steve Murphy auctioning off his clothes? Has he fallen on hard times in his retirement? (laughs) Listen to the rest of the podcast to find out. Also, tales of how you lost your tooth. They're horrific, but somehow (laughs) hilarious. And $1,000 Minute Advantage right now. You'll have a leg up on everyone else trying to play $1,000 Minute because you will have the answer to question number 10 for Monday, December 5th. $1,000 Minute at 8. The answer will be five golden rings. Starting your day with Halifax's favorite morning duo. Drinking nice coffee. Aaron and Peter. They're funny. They're hilarious. On Move 100. Halifax's Christmas music station, Move 100. It's Aaron and Peter, and it's Friday. Yeah, finally. Finally. What is every week? We're like, it's been the longest week ever. You know, it's not everybody's ex- experience, but anybody else feeling like that? Like, this has been the longest week going, and maybe it's the longest week Every year at this time? I don't know what it is, but it felt like Saturday morning when my alarm went off this morning. And then for a second, I'm like, oh my gosh, I set my alarm. I can go back to bed. Nope. What's the combination? It's like there's so much to do at this time of year. Yeah, I think so. I think we're all just very busy. And you're also planning for the next few weeks. I mean, who plans for the next few weeks in in June? It doesn't happen, It doesn't happen. And this one, you're saying, well, I got to be here on this date, and I got to be here on this date, and (laughs) how are we going to go see my mother? And, you know, and who's going to go? And is everybody going to be sick? Or It's a lot. There's a lot happening. It's a lot going on. But we've made it to Friday. You've almost made it to the weekend. If this is your weekend, congratulations. Mm. Um, Okay, you know how yesterday we talked on the show about phrases that you say wrong or you mean something different than you thought they meant? Or you've been saying it wrong forever. I had another moment yesterday. Oh, good. And I I didn't want to tell you until this morning. (laughs) Just going to fill everybody in. Uh, Yesterday after the show, Peter and I, we were literally on the air when our boss came busting in the studio saying, we got to go. We're oh, like, yeah. We're like, right, what? I forgot that. We had our headphones on, but there was a fire alarm going off in the studio or in the in the building. Everything's fine. I don't know why it was going off, whatever. But we all had to go outside. So Peter and I, we grab our jackets <laughs> and we're walking down the stairs to exit the building when the engineer shouted out, everyone just go to the muster station. And I was like, oh, God. What did you think it was? Another one. <laughs> and I just like kind of side-eyed. I'm like, mustard station. I am the person that thought it was mustard station. Mustard. Mustard. And like literally as we walked outside, I'm on my phone Googling, <laughs> how do you spell mustard station? <laughs> what is wrong with me? Am I 12? Um, yeah, how often do you say muster station or, or see muster station? Yeah, there's actually a sign outside that I never saw until yesterday. Oh, really? Muster station. <laughs> there is. It's on the on the side of the of the fence that surrounds oh. our parking lot. Muster station. Well, there you go. That's another cute. moment. <laughs> I'm like, why can this stop happening to me? Because my mind is blown. We actually had fire trucks here. I've never seen that before. I really mean, hot had... firefighters. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Peter, look at those hotties outside. Which one shall we send to the radio station? <laughs> we got the fat guys over there that 
There are no, I mean, all the firefighters are hot, aren't they? No, but this, like, did you, you were like, put a jacket on, buddy. He yes, was wearing a t shirt right. and he it's had like, big muscles. I was like, exactly. damn. What's wrong with you? Were you just trying to show off? Put a jacket. And he couldn't hear me. I was yelling through the window. We were just staring at him through the window like a bunch of creeps. <laughs> so it was an eventful day. No fire. Everything's good. <laughs> but you learn something new every day. <laughs> Good morning. Let's go to the mustard station. Yeah. I got a few facts for you. Mm-hmm. What the fact for Friday morning? We'll keep this n- quite simple this morning, except for the last one. We'll spend a little bit of time on that one. The reason so many Asian countries, here's something I never knew until this morning, didn't realize this. The reason so many Asian countries have names that end in Stan, as in Pakistan, Uzbekistan, is because it's an ancient Persian word for homeland or country. There. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would never think of that. No. No. Why would you? Yeah. The Caesar salad. We all know Mm. and love the Caesar salad. Mm -hmm. Comes from Tijuana, Mexico. It was created by an Italian immigrant named Caesar Cardini at a restaurant that he owned there. Oh. Hail Caesar. Thank you very much for creating the Caesar salad. Did you see the viral Caesar salad candy canes? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? And can I just also say, regarding Caesar salad, there is no such thing as a kale Caesar salad. Are you kidding me? It's so good. It is so rubbery. Rubbery? It's like, uh, I don't know, eating a tire. How? Exactly. The kale? Who thought that this was a good idea? No. Birch and Anchor has a really good kale Caesar Romaine salad. Romaine is the only lettuce <laughs> that belongs in a season. <laughs> and finally, after a fire alarm yesterday, we were all forced to leave the building and go to our muster station. <laughs> Which until that moment, Aaron thought was a mustard station. I'm sure so many people think that too. Oh, I'm sure. Anyone out there right now, wherever you're listening, however you're listening... Think that it was a mustard station. Or maybe you've never heard of the word mustard previously. Yeah, you don't say it often. Well, this allows us to take a moment and examine that odd word, oh, muster. Good, good. Muster, according to Merriam-Webster, means to assemble troops, especially for in- inspection or in preparation for battle. So, <laughs> Is there, that what we were doing yesterday? There we were. <laughs> it's from the Latin word, monstrare, which means to show, uh, an omen or a sign, it might also mean so. Yes, there was a fire, an omen or mm-hmm. a sign, so we had to go to our mustard, mustard station. Mustard station. <laughs> mustard station. And fun fact about our particular journey to the mustard station, we work in a soundproof building. <laughs> so in our studio, we could see a light flashing in the corner, which is usually a sign that... We're off the air, or maybe our sister station is off the air. Yeah, it's like a light alarm. It doesn't make a a sound. Strobe light. Yeah. We checked. Yes, we were on the air. I knew it wasn't us. I'm like, who cares? So we said it must be those silly people. Silly people across the hall. Over across the hall at Virgin Radio. (laughs) No, in fact, they made it to the muster station before we did. I'm like, it's fine. Let's keep let's keep doing this break. We're on the air. It took our brave. And protective boss <laughs> to bust in on us when he realized we hadn't reached our muster station <laughs> to drag us out of our soundproof booth. We have our headphones on. We're just laughing, <laughs> living our lives. Right. And take us out to the muster station <laughs> where, another fun fact, I met new friends 
the people who occupy the space below You did. Us. You went right to them. I was like, strangers. <laughs> I'm sticking with the people I know. There. <laughs> oh, what the fact. Mm-hmm. Going out? Take us with you. Go to move100halifax.ca and listen to our stream anywhere on any device. Hey, what knockoff brand item do you like way better than the real thing? Yeah. It's cheaper. It's they're cheaper. It's not as fancy. <laughs> and in some cases, not all, they're better. I get a kick out of the dollar store knockoff brands that it actually maybe trying to fool you into thinking that the the same the same bars or the same. Oh my gosh, bars. they're hilarious. The names yeah. for them? Right. The 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 Mars bar knockoff. Yeah. Is the Meteor bar. Uh-huh. Meteor. Meteor. Mars. So close. How did like how do they not get in trouble for that? Because it is so obviously they're just stealing it, the, the, from the, the real thing. The dollar stores, the dollaramas, the dollar store, under a buck, whatever, uh, they used to uh, be like really, really bad for that sort of thing. Mm. Now, now they're, they're, they've got authentic brands. They may not be the brands that you're used to seeing right. in the grocery store, but they're authentic brands from God knows where. In some cases, they are better. But so the Meteor Bars <laughs> or the Mars Bars, um, I think it's Island Bars. Island. For Mounds Bars. Mounds is a stupid name anyway. Yeah. The chocolate bars with the coconut inside. You uh-huh. get two little bars in each one. Uh-huh. You could actually believe that, oh, look, there's one of those coconut chocolate bars there. <laughs> yeah, I like those. <laughs> and buy it. But, oh, will you be shocked when I you know. buy them because they are just not so they're not worth as good saving the the extra you know buck or two no but i think sometimes you can get like three for a dollar what or about two for a dollar what about the chips at the dollar store because i've had i've had a friend come over to like a party at my house where mm-hmm. i've been i've spent a lot of money and made some really nice food and i'm like do me a favor get some nice chips bring them along when i say nice chips i think of like okay um Sea salt and cracked pepper. Oh, that's nice. You know, the, the cracked pepper and right. like the nice, the nicer chips. I don't want stupid chips. <laughs> and he'll bring like five massive bags of chips from the dollar store. And I'm like, mm. but you don't recognize the brand. You don't recognize the packaging. No. So it throws me off. Yeah. I'm like, can we do, can we just up our game a little Hold bit? Hold on to that thought just for a second. Okay. Uh, here's a text that just came in. My daughter is the fussiest eater and prefers the Dollarama sour cream and onion chip over any other brand. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And, and another text that came in instantly after that one, Dollarama sour cream and onion chips, loads of flavor, like better than Lay's, it says. Oh, okay. okay. So, well, th- that's actually another conversation. If you're going to a party or it's your party and you are putting out chips, Sour cream and onion? I mean, isn't yeah, that I would like never... the most divisive yeah. potato chip there is? Well, next to like Donair flavor or something. Yeah, like no, that. you got to get something that everybody will like. Either stick to the original, like stick to plain, or I think salt and cracked pepper is always a go-to because people can handle that. Right, but not salt and vinegar. Not in salt or, and vinegar. No, no, no. Uh, can you do, uh, again, if it's your party, uh, can you put out all dress? I think all dress is kind of okay. I right. think it's one of those ones that most people are okay with. But yeah. you can't do like 
You can't do like dill pickle or, yeah, sour as, cream and onion is a no. As much as you might like to, you can't <laughs> do those brands. But we're off topic. Yeah, anyways, because. we're talking, yeah. <laughs> this is what happens when we talk about food because we just start, we like, just we go so off the deep end. about snack food, <laughs> no, but we can't help. What we want to know is the off brands that are better than the real deal. Yeah. Whether it's no name, I am obsessed with anything that's President's Choice brand. Hmm. Like if I, anything that I'll buy, I'm a superstore girl to the day that I die. Right. And I will buy PC brand everything except for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very particular about my cheese, but Isn't their appetizers are so amazing. They have a new holiday line out right now. And oh my gosh, they have like cranberry brie bites, Korean waffles, like just right. these amazing appetizers. Yeah. And they're cheaper than the regular branded appetizers because they're PC brand, right? right? You know it's going to be good if it's a PC brand. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and it probably is cheaper than the main brand. Yeah. And I do like, do they still do the memories of stuff? You know, memories mem- memories of Korea, for example. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it would like it'd be a barbecue sauce, you know. Maybe. I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> but you stick to what you buy and what you like, right? So maybe I just haven't paid attention to that before. Right. Yeah. So have you changed your mind on the Dollarama chips? No. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. How about you? What is a what uh, off brand thing do you like better than the the real deal? The real brand. It's it's cheaper, but it's better. This text coming in just now says no name lasagna noodles are by far the best ones that I've ever found. Well, that's an interesting conversation all on its own because we're very specific about uh, pasta noodles. Mm-hmm. I knew you were going to say that. I knew. I was like, the second I say anything with pasta, he's going to be like, well, we're Italian. I'm, I'm not Italian. Obviously, I'm not Italian. Oh, my God. And, and I just realized she did that really bad impression. Like, you know, I could say, you know, Aaron, do Adam Sandler for me. Would you, would you do, me, do your Adam Sandler impression? It's so good. Do that one. And she'd be going, yeah, you're Italian. I mean, it's, hey, it wouldn't because I have a crush on one. Adam Sandler, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm even more in love with Seth Rogen. You're picking the wrong people. Anyways. No name dill pickle chips. <laughs> this text says, this, uh, no name dill pickle chips with no name dill pickle dip from the superstore. Oh. Will turn you into a Homer Simpson. Mm, dill pickle. <laughs> turn you into a Homer Simpson. That's amazing. <laughs> Somebody here says they like the great value cheese. Oh, yes. The Walmart cheese. That cheese to me is the one thing that I can't buy no name for some reason. I just, it tastes different. <laughs> I like Cracker Barrel. Oh, do even you if like Cracker Barrel? Even if it's twelve dollars a block. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I like the great value brands in in general, but coffee is another one that I'm like, no, I really should get like really good the really coffee. good coffee. Yeah. yeah. I should go get Java Blend coffee. I should go. I I will spend more for coffee. But there was great value coffee on for nine dollars for a big can of it the other day. And I'm like, I would never buy that. Well, it's good. Okay. Is it? Yeah. It, it's, it has its own flavor, which is not, is, which is a good flavor. Um, like a lot of people really don't care about their coffee. It's like coffee. It's fine. It's hot. Oh. It's good. But, uh, and, and I, I went out of my comfort zone and got the great value one. And I was happy that I did. It's good. I mean, nine bucks. You think I'm about surprised. that every time you open it up.
I'm surprised. You're surprised that I would do that? I, well, I just, you know, At coffee is half, something you have to really enjoy, right? It was half as much as one that I would, like, usually pick up. Right, okay. At least half as much. I guess it's worth a try, and if you like it, then, yeah, hey, you're it, saving some money. It wasn't bad. I'll serve that one to company. <laughs> They're like, man, this guy really doesn't go out in his coffee. Well, here's another great value one just came in. Great value barbecue chips, um, just like the old Hostess barbecue chips from the 90s. Oh, Ooh, that's, a that's good interesting. Tip. Thank you. This text, PC candy cane ice cream mm. is the best. This is what I'm saying. They just, like, come up with all these amazing flavors of everything. PC's the best. Okay, slight diversion here. <laughs> we do this every time. Slight diversion. I know. What now? <laughs> um, forget, like, off-brand, but ice cream in general. What's the best ice cream? If you're going to your store, the superstore, for example, or, you know, any big grocery store, and you say, I'm going to get some ice cream. It's going to be the best <sighs> ice cream I can find. What are you going to pick up? Uh, whatever's on sale. I don't no, care about no, ice cream. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Really? No. Oh, you poor thing. Why? What do you get? Chapman's. Oh, I like their frozen yogurt. Yeah, and yeah. their ice cream is really, really, really Interesting. good. Interesting. What it, kind do you get? Um, well, <laughs> there's, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, the little nuts that you have to break open. Pistachio? Pistachio. But mm. That's what we've been buying Lately. Ooh, that would be good. Pistachio. Oh, pistachio ice cream. It's so good. Have you had their cappuccino frozen yogurt? No, I don't get the frozen oh, yogurt. Oh, it's so good. And they have like a little black cherry one too. It's really good. And this one is rarely available at Costco. And <laughs> of course. <laughs> but if you ever see, if you walk into Costco and you ever see Kawartha brand ice cream, yeah, uh, they only usually just have vanilla, but it's so good. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'm going to stick to my PC candy cane ice cream. <laughs> um, no name brands that are better than the real thing. Good morning. Move 100. What do you think? Craft dinner. Craft dinner. So which brand, off brand, bargain brand, is better than the original craft dinner? Superstore. The PC brand, right? Yes. Okay, and do you get the white cheddar? Oh, yes. It <laughs> is so much better than Kraft Dinner. It's it unbelievable. Is. It is. It's so tasty. Have you had it, Peter? No, I haven't. Never had it. Oh, my God. Your life will be changed forever. I need my Absolutely life changed. Absolutely will. <laughs> you got to get on that. I'm with you. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Mornings on Move 100. Connect with Aaron and Peter. Text 100-24-7. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. What's trending? Okay, Pepsi wants you to try pilk for the holidays. Yeah. Pepsi mixed with milk. Pepsi and milk. Yeah. Uh, They posted a new video with no one other than Lindsay Lohan, all dressed for the holidays, drinking pilk. Nice. I don't know why she had to say dirty soda like that. It was in the script. I was just not expecting it to be that way, but I was like, oh my, okay. All right, Lindsay. Uh, dirty soda, I mean, that's the thing in this in the States, really. A lot of people add, like, cream to their soda, to their pop. Uh, so, yeah, they're trying to make pilk and cookies a thing for the holidays. If you take a photo or a video of yourself enjoying pilk and cookies... And you tag Pepsi with the hashtag Pilk and Cookies. You can win a thousand bucks before the holidays. It literally turns my stomach. And I like both it does of those too. things. Ooh. What's the drink that 
is milk. Isn't there like a popular oh, the, alcoholic? There's a muscle oh, uh, mule. No, 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 no. Uh, paralyzer. Paralyzer. What's in a paralyzer? I have no idea. Okay, we need to look that up because I'm pretty sure it's it's pop. Uh huh. And like a dairy product. Okay, you keep you keep going. Okay, yeah, you you look it up. I got it. Okay. Um. Okay, if you're having a baby in 2023 or you know somebody who is, here are the predicted popular baby names that apparently we're going to see everywhere next year. Sunday, Rose, True, which is Khloe Kardashian's daughter's oh, name. Oh, yeah, right, right. Uh, Rami, Luxury, Linus, Jolene, Cosmo, Billy, Archie, and in at number one, Alden. Alden? I kind of like Alden. Alden, Alden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so some of them are kind of, you know, old school names like sure, Rose yeah. and, and Jolene, but other ones I haven't really heard before, so pretty cool. There was a great Canadian poet, Alden Nolan. Oh, there you go. Hey, and it's a maritime tradition. The 59th annual Christmas Daddy's Telethon is happening tomorrow. If you've been waiting patiently to get your tree up while you watch Christmas Daddies, it's happening from 11 to 6. One thing that's different this year is that it's on CTV2. Uh, you can also live stream the show at ctvatlantic.ca. Steve Murphy will be back. We'll actually be chatting with him later on this morning, just after 8 o'clock. Uh, he'll be back hosting along this year with Maria Panopalis, Jason Baxter, Todd Battis, and Katie Kelly. Of course, there'll be amazing entertainment and artists yeah. on the show. And they've got an awesome auction already up online. Uh, one of the items that everyone is dying over is a really cool vintage Live at Five ATV jacket that Steve yeah. Murphy wore back in the 80s. Really cool. You can check out all those items at christmasdaddies.org. Paralyzer. Yeah, what's in that? A fluid ounce of coffee-flavored liqueur. Mm-hmm. Uh, one and a half uh, ounces of vodka. Yeah. Two ounces of milk, mm-hmm. a maraschino cherry, and four ounces of Coke. Doesn't that sound gross? Like, does that turn yeah. your stomach? No, I mean... If I, <laughs> or you're like, yeah, that one's okay. If there's I some coffee liqueur and vodka in <laughs> and there. And there's vodka in there. <laughs> that one I'm going to try. Oh, okay. All but right. the other one, no. No, no pill. No pill for me. <laughs> and that's what's trending this morning on Move 100. We're all friends here. Where's my best friends? Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. How excited are we? The Christmas Daddies is back on our televisions this weekend. I can't wait. Tomorrow morning, uh, 11 o'clock, it all starts on CTV2. Keep that in mind. That's mm-hmm. a little bit different. But one of the big uh, fundraisers... For the show every year is the Christmas Daddy's Navy Diving 50K Run. We're used to seeing it out on the highway and then on the streets of Halifax, but it's going to take on a different look this year. Brad Northrup is with the Fleet to Diving Unit Atlantic. Brad, what's the different look this year? Yeah, this year we're going to be uh, hosting a 50K run at our dive unit. Just uh, we're not able to run in the streets just yet. We're still, everybody's still recovering from the pandemic, so manning's become an issue, I think, with HRP and everything, so... We're going to be running at the unit. However, we're still going to be in the community. We have three hotspot locations. Uh, we're going to be in Alden, the Landing Market, the Halifax Waterfront in front of Murphy's, and Duggar's Menswear in Spring Garden on the uh, day of the event on December 3rd. Amazing. Now, this is, I'm, I'm, as someone who uh, gets out there and runs every once in a while, uh, that's a lot different than running down the highway or running along the side of the road. Does it get a little, like, I don't know, boring kind of running around in, in circles? How does that work for you? Yeah, it gets kind of monotonous. It's uh, it's good mental training as well, I guess, uh, <laughs> to run around. It's an 800-meter uh, loop that the, the runners are going to be doing. So 
which we try to keep it uh, entertaining for them. We're going to have chili and everything so we can uh, kind of force them to take breaks and uh, reset. <laughs> and get back out there. Yeah, if anything would have me running, it's chili. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of carb loading on the job, but oh, that's, yeah. that's great. But hundreds of thousands of dollars you guys have raised uh, over the years, and it's been many years. How can we help you raise even more this year? Well, the easiest way to donate to us is uh, through our GoFundMe page. Uh, you're going to be able to find it on Google. You just Navy Divers GoFundMe, and it will be the first link on there. And that, that's that's easy. that's the easiest. Uh, you can also come find us at our hotspots uh, throughout the day, and you can track us on our Fleet Diving Unit Atlantic Facebook page uh, to keep up with our progress. Okay, well, we'll be sure to share those uh, those links on our socials too, so we'll have an easy way to find those for you guys. <laughs> awesome, thank you very much. Proud tradition that goes back well forty years. Incredible. Thanks, Brad. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks. Aaron and Peter. Mornings on Move 100. More coming up. How did your tooth fall out? Okay, I want to hear. What <laughs> the hell are you talking I about? I had a wild <laughs> night last night, let me tell you that. Uh, went out for dinner with our coworker Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, works here at the radio station. And we went for pizza. All is fine. All is well. We're eating our pizza. And at one point, I just, like... You know when something happens and you just kind of like drop what you're doing? Like he he literally dropped his piece of pizza that was in his hand. And I had no idea what was going on. I'm like, are you okay? Are you choking? What's happening? And his tooth, like his molar, uh, literally fell out from his mouth. Oh. And oh. fell on his plate. Like it made that clink sound. And I was like, do not tell me that your tooth just fell his out of your mouth. It's like his entire tooth? We were eating pizza. And it was soft pizza. Like... You're set, it's basically eating baby food at this point. <laughs> and he took a bite no. into it. No, it was literally oh, cheese Tom. and pepperoni yeah. pizza. We didn't have any like hardcore veggies on there that would cause his tooth to fall out. But I don't know what happened. He took a bite and his tooth just clinked right, right onto the plate. And I was like looking at him like, tell me this did not just happen to you. So it, it Okay. Does, does that end dinner at that point? Does that like, oh, okay, we got to go. Can yeah. I get a box, please? Well, I well no, I, I finished my pizza and he just said, can I get it to go box? Because I think he was a little bit traumatized. Oh, he just yeah, was scared yeah. that if he, like if he bit wrong or weird on the tooth that was now exposed mm. that, I don't oh, know, yeah. when your nerves get exposed, it's not it's not a good okay, feeling, so, right? Oh, God. So, so I said, do you he, mind if I just finish mine? I have more questions. <laughs> 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 but there's nothing you can do at that point, right? Because it's know. dinner time do and you, the dentist is closed. Do you, oh, yeah. Do you take it home, though? Do you oh, yeah. call? And so so it, maybe it could be put back in yes. or whatever. So he, he took it and he literally put it in his backpack. <laughs> and uh, I just said, call our, we go to the same dentist. Call our dentist, leave a message, uh-huh. and uh, they'll get back to you, you know, first thing in the morning. So he did that. I don't know what's going on. He, the dentist isn't open yet. But uh, he left a message, and I'm yeah. assuming this has happened to him before. He just says, oh, usually they'll just say, okay, if we have a cancellation or if we have some right. time, we'll, we'll give you a in. call and just come on over. Right. Yeah, but there's no walk-in, like, for, <laughs> for dentists. There's no. no, like, emergency room for yeah. dentists that I'm aware of. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody knows differently, but, I mean, there's no walk-in clinic. No. If you suddenly, hey, <laughs> right here. Yeah. Uh, can you put this back in? You right. can't do that. Luckily, he was, like, there was no... His nerves weren't exposed, so mm-hmm. he wasn't like an excruciating pain. Because yeah. if you know that feeling, oh my God, there's nothing worse oh, than that. But he was traumatized. He was like, well, <laughs> I guess dinner's over for me. Yeah. So he just packed it up and sat there and waited for me to finish my pizza. <laughs> and we left. I just couldn't believe it. We were eating pizza. We weren't chewing on a T-bone steak or anything. I've lost 
pieces of teeth at times, usually my own darn fault, you know. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I've no. I've done that too. Yeah, I mean, you're, you've, you're crunching on something you shouldn't be. You know, you went into the freezer and you found that you know, piece of fudge that's been done. You open a beer <laughs> bottle with your teeth. Oh, God, no. Stop. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Oh, Aaron, you? That's happened once to me. Really? Yeah. And you lost a part of your tooth? Just a little piece of it chipped uh-huh. off. It was it was an old party trick back <laughs> in the day before I realized that's not cool. But not a whole tooth. My wife lost a piece of, well, like a tooth of once. And she was uh, stage managing a high school musical. Mm-hmm. And it was dress rehearsal uh, on like a... Friday afternoon or Thursday afternoon or something, whenever the show was going to open, because it was opening that night, mm-hmm. and they were doing the dress rehearsal, which was also a performance for the rest of the school. Right. And she got bonked in the in the, <laughs> in, the in the teeth with a with a prop as people are running around oh, backstage, oh. and it was a cap, and the the cap came off. So she was literally, you know, like. <sighs> You could see the gap in her smile. And she's got opening night opening that night. Opening night is that night. Oh, my God. She I can home, just see her. She's embarrassed. She's upset and yeah. all the rest. But luckily, <laughs> uh, one of our neighbors, is, a friend, is is a dentist. And she took her into her, her office. Oh. Uh, drove out to, I think her office is in uh, Elmsdale. Okay. And... Got that tooth back on there on a temporary basis, at least, right? Oh, that's lucky. Yeah, and... <laughs> She'd be on stage trying to not to smile. Hello. Welcome, <laughs> <The> to... Show. <laughs> Welcome to the show. The show must go on, as yeah. they say. <laughs> and, and so opening night happened, and then she got it more permanently. Fixed. Oh, my gosh. You don't think about how much that derails your day until it no. happens, right? <laughs> it's all fun and games till somebody loses a tooth. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe my eyes. Wow. So it happens. I mean, when you least expect it, your tooth falls out. Yeah. And you're going, what do I do now? <laughs> Did you lose a tooth? Yeah. You at, was it, were you eating pizza? Were you <laughs> sneaking stuff out of the freezer? That's like, you th- should have thought first, but nah, it looks yeah. too good. How'd your tooth <laughs> fall out? Give us a shout. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> On that note, though, we were talking about like there's no walk-in clinics for 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 dentists. Like no emergency, no emergency room. Yeah. Uh, this text says uh, most dentist offices have an open chair every day for emergencies. Sometimes it fills up fast, but other days it doesn't. But on a Friday, like today, mm-hmm. most dentists aren't open a full day. Yeah. So we might be at a lot. Uh, not good. No. no. Oh, and uh, how do you lose a tooth? This text says, I was eating noodles in Beijing, as you do. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, how did you do? Literally. Lost a whole big filling. Found a dentist. Okay, that's the worst, at, like oh having some sort God. of medical emergency in another country. Yeah, um, I would be having a panic attack. And in another country where you don't speak the language. You're trying and to like, explain and okay. do I pay a bazillion dollars because I'm in Beijing? Like, yeah, what? noodles in Beijing, lost a filling, and the text goes on to say, then I was eating a carrot in Halifax and okay. lost a part First, of the tooth. Also, how do you lose a tooth eating noodles? Uh, yeah. Right, like the carrot thing makes sense. Yeah, there might have been some warning signs previous to losing your But it's filling. noodles. Yeah. Once again, it's like baby food. That carrot problem, though, Dalhousie <laughs> Dental Clinic gave me a crown oh, in Texas. Oh, that's nice of them. <laughs> uh, Melanie, you had a close call with your tooth. What happened? Well, I was at a re- uh, work, at, and it was during retail time, mm-hmm. and my bra was 
poking me and it was driving me crazy. So I was like trying to move it and move it and move it and nothing was working. So then I went into like a closet uh-huh. and I bit the wire part with my tooth oh. trying to pull it out because it wasn't going to pull out. No. So needless like to say, the, <laughs> the front part of my tooth chipped. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I felt it right away. And I thought, no, I didn't just do that. No, I didn't just do that. Mm. But I did. And also, how do you explain that? Like, I was pulling the wire out of my bra. I know. It was a terrible reason why. But <laughs> I was just like, I couldn't handle it anymore because it was like poking me and digging me. And I... Somehow, I don't know why my teeth were stronger than my two fingers, but so I chipped my front tooth and it was big space and I thought, oh my God. So yes, I had to explain it to the dentist and everyone else how I chipped my tooth. So. Uh, yeah, but, but is it a worker's comp thing? <laughs> I didn't proceed with that one, that's for sure. It was more of an embarrassment, more than anything. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. How did you lose a tooth? Listen to this text. I was playing tug of war with a blanket with my sibling. I was losing, and I thought it would be a smart idea to use my mouth to win. Mm-hmm. That is how I lost my two front teeth. Oh, my God. Two at once. I feel the pain oh of my that. God. What was it? Like, that just threw me into a flashback of being a kid. Everything, if you needed to be strong, if you needed to pull anything, it was always with your mouth. True. But like, I would never do that now. No. Are you kidding me? You needed me? a little extra firepower. Yeah. You yeah. Could... It's like, I can't pull that out of there. Well, let me get, let me put my mouth on there and I'll get that I out. I can't rip this package of yeah. cheese open. No problem. Oh, God. I've got teeth for that. Now we're like... Our teeth are too expensive. We right. can't risk them. <laughs> hey, why can't I open this hot dog package? Oh Give it to me. I'll open it for you. <laughs> no, don't do it. It's never worth it. Uh, Allison is on the phone. Allison, funny enough, you are a dentist now, but you too lost a tooth when you were younger. Tell us what happened. So I was about seven. I was at my grandma's house. She was babysitting us and the neighbors next door, who happened to be my seven-year-old boyfriend, and I were playing in the yard, and then we decided to play hide-and-seek, and he was on one side of the car, and I didn't know, and I was on the other side of the car, and I kind of peeked up to look around to see where he was, and at that time, he thought he'd throw a rock to scare me, knowing I was on the other side of the car, and bam, got it right in the face, and broke my front tooth, and off to the dentist we went, and in the end, I ended up with, uh, like, a temporary little tooth attached to a little nub that was left in my mouth, and then over time... That didn't hold, and now I have that one-tooth denture. <laughs> so, so, but now you did this spur you on to the career that you now have? Yes. Yeah, so I've always been now like interested in um, you know the dental field, and then my mom actually married a uh, second marriage, married a dentist. Yeah, the rest is sort of history. <laughs> so, are you still together with your seven-year-old boyfriend? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think that was the Thank you, Allison, for sharing your story. Text just came in. I bit into a hamburger and there was a bone in it, and now I have a bionic tooth. Bionic? Yeah. Is but that I what mean, they're called? Isn't that one of the worst feelings in the world when you're eating a ground meat? That's... No, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> you're going to cause me to not eat meat for the next month <laughs> if you continue what you're about to that's say. That's supposed to be just fine. 
But somehow, somewhere, a little piece of bone. There's something hard. When that happens Uh and it's in my mouth, I'm like, swallow it, swallow it, swallow it. And you've already crunched down hard. And maybe it's actually a piece of tooth. I actually feel sick now. Okay. Anyways. (laughs) How'd you you lose your tooth? (laughs) From uh, (laughs) a text from Amherst this morning, uh, I was playing hockey in a garage with some friends when I was like four or five. And I stood behind my friend as she was getting ready to shoot. We were using her dad's stick, so they were huge for us. She swung and took out my front tooth. <laughs> Fast forward a year later, and I ducked while sitting on a ride-on toy and took out another front tooth. Ah. Fast forward again, and hockey stick friend was holding her dad's level, turned quickly with the level, and I lost my bottom front teeth. Oh, no. I didn't naturally lose any of my front teeth. Aw, childhood memories. (laughs) I know, just the best, hey? Hockey. Hockey's a big one here, where people are losing all their teeth. Mm -hmm. This text from Anna Ganesh says, had a hockey player that was hit in the face by a puck, all four teeth were pointing towards the back of his Uh, throat. uh, The completely wrong direction. So, I slowly pulled them back straight up. The dentist told him he probably saved thousands of dollars. Wow. Yikes. All my dad's teeth. In the Gone. front are all veneers because yeah. hockey. You yeah. lose them all. There are at least, I don't know, 100 people listening right now yeah. who have the, have lost teeth easily as a result of playing hockey. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a sacrifice you make. Uh, Laura, good morning. Missing, or missing tooth, losing your tooth. What happened? I have checked the tooth and I have helped my dad lose four of his teeth. <laughs> what? <Okay>. What happened? <laughs> okay, so when I was in elementary school, we had too many kids on the teeter-totter. And I was trying to push it down, and some big kid got on the other side, mashed it up into my face, and oh, I lost oh, half a tooth. I just got goosebumps. Oh, I know. <laughs> what about your dad? You helped your dad lose four? What? Well, my brother and I, we were learning sports at the time, and my dad had already lost a bunch of teeth. But the last four teeth was my brother and a baseball bat. Oh. My brother in a golf club, mm. a rake, and then me hitting my dad in the face with a golf club. What is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Why are you so violent, you people? Because <laughs> he walks in at like the perfectly wrong time. <laughs> He's like, this is how you do it. This is how you're going to swing. Okay, go and do it. And then he walks in as you're swinging. He's like, no, oh. dad, no. Your dad's last four teeth. Oh, my. Yeah. What a sin. Yeah. <laughs> And he doesn't even wear dentures now. He's like, he just gums everything. Does he? (laughs) He's had enough. (laughs) Creamed corn again. (laughs) He loves creamed corn. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. Paula, how are you doing this morning? Um, (laughs) This is your first time playing the $1,000 Minute. You're a little bit nervous, but we think you're going to do just fine, okay? Okay. So here's how the game works, Paula. One minute on the clock, 10 questions. Get them all right. You are going to win $1,000. If not, we'll give you 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. Paula, if you don't know the answer to something, all you have to do is say pass. If there's time, we can come back to it. But the first answer that you give us, that is what counts. You can't take it back, okay? Okay. Okay, Paula. Let's do this. Your $1,000 Minute on Move starts now. Paula, on what day this weekend does a Christmas Daddy's broadcast happen on CTV2? Saturday. Finish the title of this children's novel, The Lion, the Witch, and the Blank. In the Christmas song, The 12 Days of Christmas, what's given on the second day of Christmas? 
<laughs> Who is the host of The Voice? The host of The Voice. Uh, pass. What does 7 times 9 plus 10 equal? <laughs> I got brain free. Okay. On a, pair of, on a pair of sneakers, where will you find the egglets? The what? Egglets, A-G-L-E-T-E-S. Egglets? Yup. An ankle. Peppy Le Pew, what kind of animal is he? Cartoon character, Peppy Le Pew. Peppy Le Pew? Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> time is up. <laughs> time is up. Yes. Okay, Paula, take a deep breath. Not good at that's okay. Let's go through the questions that we got through and see how you did. Uh, the first question, <laughs> woo, you yes. got that right, Paula. Well Christmas woo. daddies. Saturday. Tomorrow, Saturday on CTV2. Uh, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe is what you get to finish there. On the 12 days of Christmas, on the second day of Christmas, two turtle doves. Yeah. Carson Daly is the host of The Voice. Seven times nine plus ten is 73. On a pair of sneakers, where are you going to find the egglets? It's the end of the laces, you know, so they don't fray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Pepe Le Pew is a skunk. We got through seven okay. questions this morning, Paula, but hey, you got the first one right, so ten bucks. <laughs> it's all yours. <laughs> I got the most important one right. That Christmas. is yes. right. Christmas daddies <laughs> tomorrow on CTV2. You knew you knew that. You got your decorations yeah. up, Paula? Halfway then. Well, yeah. you put the rest up during Christmas daddies. You got it, Paula. Thank you so much for playing this morning and you hanging the line for us, okay? Okay, thank you. All right. We are back with your chance to win a grand when you play the $1,000 Minute on Monday morning. Don't forget to check out our podcast. We'll give you the answer to question number 10 for Monday's game. Your chance to win a grand Monday morning at 8 o'clock on Move 100. Good morning, friends. Good morning. Good morning. It's Aaron and Peter on Move 100. It's a maritime tradition. The 59th annual Christmas Daddies is happening tomorrow. We are so excited to have Steve Murphy with us this morning. Steve, you must be so excited. I'm very, very excited. I'll start it back in 1964. I can't believe that it's 59 years, but it's a tradition that people here in Nova Scotia, have embraced and made their own, and it's just been a pleasure to be part of it again. Yeah, well, it'll be great to see you on our televisions again. It's on CTV2, right, starting at 11 o'clock tomorrow? That's an important distinction. It is on CTV2, Peter, and this is because of World is on the main CTV network, and as you know, there is a amount of interest in, in World Cup this year with Canada's involvement, even though obviously we're no, we're no longer competitive. But I think the game has taken on such a huge amount of interest in the country that it makes sense to move the Christmas Daddies to CTV2, uninterrupted as it has for all these years. Mm. And if somebody's hogging the TV to watch the darn soccer game, you can always mm. find it at uh, ctvatlantic.ca, right? Right, and you know we, we know that more and more people are doing that every year, not only locally but across the country. So sure, it'll be there live streamed beginning at 11 o'clock Atlantic time. So, you know, we love to check out the amazing auction items every year. And there's one in particular that has caught our attention. (laughs) Yeah. Tell us about that vintage ATV Live at Five jacket that I saw a photo of you wearing. Well, now, back in the mists of time, Erin, before you were born and when (laughs) Peter and I were in shorter pants, um, I started hosting the Live at Five program back in, in 1986, and that was a jacket 
that I got. And so far as I know, it was maybe the only one, uh, blue melon and white leather, and in, embroidered with the live and the old ATV logo. And I found this when I was cleaning out some uh, boxes recently, and I took it down to the Doherty's down at Don Chaloux, and they've dry cleaned it and restored it. And we've decided for the 40th anniversary of Live at Five and the 50th anniversary of ATV, and of course for Christmas Daddies, to put it up for auction. Oh. So it will be on the auction block tomorrow morning. In fact, I think it's already online if you want to go and take a look at it. It's a nice-looking jacket. <laughs> well, you know, I uh, I remember when it was in fashion, <laughs> and uh, oh, that it might be back in fashion one day. Oh, it is. <laughs> Come on, you're wearing it. You know, everything <laughs> old is new again. <laughs> Listen, Steve. TV news anchors. Yeah. I, I yeah. just uh, I, I want to reference that the Don Chalou store on uh, the, the dry cleaners on Kempt Road. Do they still have the "Drop Your Pants Here" sign on front? I love that. They they certainly did for many years. I don't know. If I didn't notice it the last time I was by. Yeah. Great sense of humor, those guys. Yeah. Now listen, fifty ninth annual. We mentioned that right off the top. Uh, yeah. But do you remember what year was that, the first year you were involved with Christmas Daddies? You know what, Peter? The first year I was involved in other than just making an appearance, which I did back 42 years ago, was 40 years ago. It was 1982, and it was down at St. Patrick's High School Auditorium. It was the first year that I started doing the auction on Christmas Daddies after the late, great Randy Duell got out of the, the auction, which he'd done for many years. I think he went to work for another radio station. So that job opened up. The late Jim Hill came to me and said, why don't you give this, a, give this a whirl for a year or two? And here we are, you know, 40 years or two later, uh, still doing it and still having fun. And speaking of that auction, christmasdaddies.org for a complete list of all the auction items because there are a whole pile of things mm -hmm. that you'll want to bid yep. uh, on and going to an amazing cause. And the 50-50 draw, let's not forget that. Last year, the winner of the 50-50 draw in Nova Scotia only, because there's one for each province, the winner took home $212,000. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. Wow. Steve Murphy, we'll see you on our TVs tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the support here on Move 100. It's Aaron and Peters. Move Morning Mindbender. Don't speed. If you're speeding right now, slow down. For the love of God, slow down, because... <laughs> People with this job are statistically more likely than any other profession to get speeding tickets. I'm waiting for you to make a joke about radio hosts because <laughs> I speed too much. <laughs> Morning show radio hosts yeah. have a 50-50 <laughs> chances. That's not it, though. No, People no, no. with this job, not my job, not her job, but this job are statistically more likely than any other profession to get speeding tickets. Okay, what job do you think that is? Give us a call with your guests, 451-1313, or text us at 124-7. Hey, move your guests. Uh, I would say a delivery driver. Ah. Yeah, that's not it, though. Delivery drivers. Oh, okay. you know, I am a delivery driver. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're speeding through the streets? Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of delivery, by the way? What do you do? Uh, well, pizza. Right. For the most part. Uh, I won't name the company, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have, like, a special dispensation? You can just pull over wherever the hell you want to, because that's what I see. Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. See? <laughs> Put those uh, four ways on, and you're good to go. <laughs> exactly, right? I always say the quicker I get to you, the quicker you guys get to eat, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> that's right, exactly. That's not it, Thank, Thank you. you so much for the okay. call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Aw, I hope he brings me my pizza yeah, one day. nice guy. Yeah. Okay, the question, what's the question? The question, once again, <laughs> people with this job statistically more likely than any other profession to get speeding tickets. Okay, this text, lawyers, direct sales, 
realtors. Hmm. Can attest, both parents, realtors? Yes. Always speeding. Always speeding. That's uh, where you get it. It's, it's, it's yeah, in the genes. It's in my blood. Uh-huh. Uh, this texture says a mom. Isn't that true? Just so busy. So busy. So many places to be. So many things. You're always behind. This text from Fredericton, New Brunswick, a f- uh, profession as a taxi driver. No, that's not it either. The okay. profession that is statistically more likely than any others to get uh, speeding tickets. Police officers, teachers, cardiologists. Okay, stop right there. It's not specifically cardiologists, but the profession that's more likely to get a speeding ticket, doctors. If you're a doctor, you are statistically more likely to get a speeding ticket. Well, that makes ticket. sense. What if you have to deliver a baby? Hmm. <laughs> if I pulled over a doctor, <laughs> I think I'd let them wait about 45 minutes before I went up to the car. Why? Because I find I'm always waiting oh. for a doctor. <laughs> How does that What's feel? Like, what have they done to you? What do you think of that? <laughs> Just sitting there. Sorry. Chilling. And a lot of radio. other people to pull over. Never miss a moment of Aaron and Peter on Move 100 Halifax. Listen weekdays 530 to 10 and follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.